This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Tuesday, April 2020. I do, but I'm sorry. I am tired of this COVID 19 pandemic. We've got to get past this somehow. Too bad there wasn't a magic wand we could wave, but we're still dealing with it. We're going to have to deal with it for a while longer. You know, we've never been through this kind of situation before. You know, in 2008, that was just a, well, it wasn't just, it was a financial crisis caused in part by the mortgage default meltdowns and loaning people money that had no intention to ever being able to pay it back. Thanks for this foolish. But this time, we shut our economy down ourselves. So how do we restart it? That's the big question. Everybody's talking about restarting now, and some states are starting to move into that phase, the very beginning of the very beginning of the first phase, and there's apparently other phases that they've talked about. So how do they do that? I mean, how is that going to work? Maybe we'll talk about that later on. Now, you have you will have investment questions, I'm sure, and I'll do my best to give you unbiased answers. And as an investor, you want strategies. I know Justin and I are both trying to help with that. You get, you deal with a lot of volatility. You see the market today, it was up big at one point, then gave it all back, was down, and then came back. It was it finally ended up being down today, but you know, it was pretty volatile, a pretty volatile day. I'm Steve Peasley. I hope you'll call me this hour. This is an hour a show that asks, that asks you to ask me questions, anything financial. We'll talk about it, and I'll do my best to give you unbiased answers. So give me a call. We have to deal with this volatility. We can deal with it, okay? Now, one way Jess and I do this through the InvestTalk radio program and the podcast, is our entire effort is to help you become a better investor. So we do that through calls. So give me a call, and I'll answer any questions you want, as long as it's financial. Now, we're a bit different than other investment advisors because we are – we have, we're dedicated to unbiased guidance, and we only recommend investment strategies that we implement for our personal selves, our personal accounts. We buy the same thing for ourselves we do for our clients. Okay, so I'm here to re- take your calls. Our phone number is open, or anytime business line is always open, but we're live right now, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday, and the number is 888-99-CHART. Okay, 888-992-4278. And, of course, you know, we postponed our trips because of this COVID-19 stay-at-home situation. doesn't look like we're going to be able to travel very much very soon. But we still can do the no-obligations, no-cost portfolio assessments. We can do it via telephone, Skype, or Jive, especially now because of this 19. We, you know, we have to use the technology that's available. So send us your message through investor.com that you want to have a portfolio view. And uh, we'll get back to you. We'll talk to you about it. We'll get to you, you know, anytime you can find a convenient hour or two. So you can learn my go- more by going to investtalk.com, click on a contact that sends me an email directly to my desk. My main talking point today, American Express quarterly profits have plunged by 76%. Is anybody surprised that the quarterly profits all companies are going to go down? Well, maybe not all companies. 
Okay. So the credit card issue is preparing itself for a lot more defaults. That's why the quarterly profits plunged, because they set aside a bunch of money. So we'll talk about that. That's going to be our, one of our talking points. And we'll talk about fear of missing out. People running, the, pushing money into the market. I reopening that we're seeing now of the economy. I'm going to put it out, and other state governors are putting out their you know, phase opening, and every state's going to be a little bit different. So, and the third thing I want to discuss, the biggest mistake an investor can make, according to Ray Dalio, he's the billionaire behind the Bridgewater Associates, the largest hedge fund. So what does he think is the biggest mistake investors can make? So those are going to be our, our, uh, our talking points. The market ended up down, basically, for the day. Dow down 32, the Nasdaq down 122, and the S&P down 15. So we're still having some pretty uh, pretty volatile times. I think you're just going to have to get used to it. I've told you before, I told you in the last year, all through this year, this year is going to be more volatile. Now, I did not know we were going to have this coronavirus to deal with, but I thought it was just going to be more volatile because it was an election year, and we had you know very strong previous years for the market. So, But whatever we have dealing with volatility i have a good number of voice bank questions on inventory so let's go ahead and grab one 888-99 chart hello good morning i'm calling in regards of amt and tci both real estate investment trust both are holding companies of antennas for basically 5g they have contracts with t-mobile AT&T, so I was calling in to see what's your opinion on which is a better buy as of right now for the next five to ten years to hold. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. Well, I can't tell you what will be best for five to ten years. That's too far out for these kinds of companies. Uh, Crown Castle International, CCI, it's a REIT, real estate investor trust that owns wireless towers in the U.S., Australia, Puerto Rico, for wireless services, it pays a three percent dividend. It has a you know a, a decent growth rate, but the growth rate has been shrinking in recent quarters versus a year ago. Uh, so the most recent quarter it grew ten two percent. The quarter before that ten, the quarter before that eleven. So the, the growth rate is shrinking. Uh, cash flow is very strong, but these stocks are usually uh, expensive, and this stock has get, regained back all of its losses. And now the last two weeks have been going sideways right at the top. So it's not a time to buy. It's $160 stock, going to make $6.74 next year. Um, I would wait for the next pullback. It fell from this point, it's at $160 now, $161. Fell all the way down to $115, and then came all the way back. So it'll probably have another downstroke, and that's when you want to pick up this stock and most other stocks. That's when you start buying. You don't buy it now that the market's gone back more than 50% of its of its losses. You know, you, you wait, you know, because it's going to be volatile. And again, the market for this year is going to be volatile. So, now volatile means it's going to go out, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, so it's, I expect another downstroke. How far down, I don't know, but I expect it. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And yes, we are aware of intermittent digital noise issues in our broadcast. So we've ordered new equipment, brand new equipment to try to take care of this. It should be installed and tested this week. Maybe Thursday or Friday we'll be ready. 
So I thank you for your loyalty, and please bear with us a bit longer. And now I'm here to ready to provide unbiased answers to your financial investment questions. We're t- taking your calls live at 888-99-CHART. Now that this coronavirus scare has shut down all the gymnasiums, my wife has had to go and start running again. That's her normal workout now, and all of a sudden her knees became inflamed, creating lots of pain. Obviously, she's looking for relief and started applying Qantas Muscle Rub multiple times per day, three times a day. She told me it helps reduce her soreness and discomfort. Now, if you listen to our podcast, you know I'm skeptical about many of these kind of products. I'm here to tell you from personal experience, this brand is believable. Quanta is a publicly traded applied science company. They make health and wellness products utilizing patented technology and makes them up to five times more efficient. Their flagship product is an all-natural muscle rub that alleviates aches and pains because it directly reduces inflammation. We have teamed up to help listeners to invest talk. So for a limited time, you can save 20% off of all Qantas health wellness products by using the coupon code INVEST, that's I-N-V-E-S-T, on their website. Their website is buyquanta.com. That's B-U-Y-Q-U-A-N-T-A.com. You are listening to Invest Talk. It's Tuesday. Steve Peasley is here, and some states are reopening. So how quickly could our economy come back to life? You've got finance and investment questions. Steve has answers. Call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. You're listening to InvestTalk. I'm Steve Peasley. And yes, we're aware of the equipment problem, as I said. We'll get to it. We'll fix it. I promise. I promise. Main talking points. American Express quarterly profits have plunged by 76%. Now, whenever you read a headline like that, you really look a little deeper. Well, does that mean that the, the profits, what about sales? And how come? Now, we know there's two out of three months that was fine, January, February, and was March for that first quarter. So what did they do? Well, what they did is they set aside $2.6 billion to cover potential losses stemming from the pandemic. So they put money aside, not calling that profits because they've set that aside for future losses that they are fairly certain that are going to come. So that's why earnings, profits, fell 76%. I mean, the profits uh, the previous quarter was $1.5 billion. This quarter, only $367 million. So they had cash and they put money aside. They're just being careful. Now, whether it's enough, you know, they don't know. You know how come they don't know? Because we don't know when the economy gets back on track. We don't know when people will start using credit cards, when they'll get their jobs back, Who, how much default rate are, they, are the credit card companies, MasterCard, Federal Express, Visa. They don't know what the default rate's going to be because they don't know. They know that there's, what, 26 million jobs lost. They know that. Those people are going to have a hard time paying their credit card bills. That's what they know. So they they estimated how much they think they're going to have to set aside for this next quarter. And they have no idea how much sales they're going to have. Because no one does. 
So it's going to be tough. You're going to see that more and more with these earnings coming out, that companies' profits are going to be much less because they're setting aside reserve money to, to pay for future uh, losses that they might think they incur. Now, if they don't incur all those huge losses, then they're going to have a windfall because they've got to put that back on the profit side to pay taxes if they don't have those losses. So, but that, that's, that's a better scenario, much better scenario. So let's keep things moving. Here comes another caller question from 888-99-CHARGE. Hi, Steve and Justin. I just wanted to say I really appreciate everything you guys do regarding the show. I have a question about the company United Parcel Service, UPS. I wanted to buy a position in the company because I like the business model and dividend. I was wondering what your thoughts are about the company and if the dividend is sustainable long-term. Thank you, guys, and I hope all is well. Bye. Okay, UPS. Uh, you know, there's only UPS, FedEx, uh, Federal Express, uh, were the two main deliverers. There's other competition out there. But until Amazon decided to get into the business, there wasn't much worry about UPS and FedEx. So Amazon has started delivering its own packages. So that they're still using UPS and FedEx. Don't don't think they're not. But their plan is to con- continue to expand their own delivery system. And that will them a big competitor for there'll be three competitors, which is good. And that's not a bad thing. But UPS delivers packages and documents throughout the United States in over two hundred countries and territories. It's an eighty two billion dollar company. Earnings are you know, fell 16, 12% last uh, for 2020 and is going to grow 16% this year. Well, probably because everybody's ordering things online. Now, that'll help America spread, um, uh, Amazon, of course, a lot, and, but it also helps these delivery systems. They pay a 4.2% dividend. They have a huge return on equity. It's a, and their sales are growing 4 or 5% a quarter for the last, you know, two years. Those sales growth will probably fall because of the pandemic, but maybe not because more people are ordering things and getting things delivered as opposed to going out and shopping. And we knew that trend was already in place for the last 10 plus years. So it might be a good play. Now, they were at $122 or so. Then they fell all the way down to 82 because of this fall, the coronavirus uh, bear market. Now they're at 96. They had a bad day today. They were down 6% today. So, um, you know, as like I'm saying to most things, you might want to wait for a pullback. And we, it fell 6% today. I, I, this might be the first step in a pullback. So I would not be in a rush, but I do think it's a good company to own. Good blue chip stock to have. On the next best stock, this story. Is the working-from-home model here to stay? The coronavirus pandemic has caused workforce recomposition. Who wins and who loses? That's what tomorrow. But now I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm here and ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART. April is National Literacy Month. It was created to highlight the importance of financial literacy. The objective is to teach Americans how to establish and maintain healthy financial habits. And you are already on the right track by listening to Invest Talk. The phone lines are open. 
Steve and Justin welcome your questions now. 888-99-CHART. Okay, let's go to uh, Peter in Dallas. Let's talk about Hershey. Peter. Yes, how are you doing? Thank you for taking the call. I want to look at Hershey. It's a, it's a very good company. The product is very good. Very few competitors. Although there are many chocolate companies, but this company has always been the leader in the domestic market. And I like this okay. What do you think about this? Thank you, Okay. Thank you very much. Hershey Company, everybody. Donuts, gums, mints, baking ingredients, and other kinds of chocolates. Um, I kind of like it because it's an affordable comfort food. Especially in this pandemic situation where you, I, I don't know about you, but I'm eating a little bit more chocolate than I should by being stuck at home. Anyways, I do like this company because it's non-cyclical, meaning if the economy goes down, chocolate is still going to be sold. Food is still going to be eaten. So I kind of like it for that reason. Um, it has made a decent comeback off the low of about $112. Back to 147 or so, then fell again to 134. So it's on a downstroke now. I think you have to wait. Two dollars and fifty cents. It's a 134 dollar stock, so it's not cheap. Uh, it's not like it's a bargain. I think you need to wait to see, let it settle down, to see where it goes. Wouldn't surprise me if it goes down to the low 120s uh, and it's 134. I, I think it's a good play in this coronavirus environment we're in. Uh, they pay a 2.3% dividend, great return on equity, 78%, great cash flow, debt's so high, but you know, I think I still think it's a good play. But I wouldn't do it right now. If it gets down to low 120, so that's when I would do it. Remember, it's at 134 now. Maybe 10 more dollars down than I'd consider picking it up. Let's go to Lee in San Mateo. Lee, how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. Thank and you for the thank call. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I I have uh, some cash money. I converted to uh, about a year ago to uh, Vanguard, VCADX, and VCTXX, instead of mm -hmm. just keeping it in the money market fund. Now things going on, you know, with all these things happening, I don't know whether state is safe or if they go bankrupt. Is it safe or should okay. I uh, take the money back it's and just safe. keep it in the Game money? Is safe for, this is a Vanguard California Intermediate Term Tax-Exempt Bond Fund. The word safe can only be used for CDs and U.S. federal government bonds. So that's the only two places really that you can say that's safe. Now, this is relatively safe, yes. Now, remember, it's, it's a California intermediate-term tax-exempt bond. So it's buying bonds in California from cities and states and municipalities, counties, and the state itself. So you're, you're right in thinking, is it safe in the sense that are these cities and states going to survive? Are they, are they going to file bankruptcy because they're spending so much money and they're not, you know, they're not, uh, they're not, you know, guaranteed they could file bankruptcy. I will say this, uh, Lee, it's pretty safe. Uh, 
Because even if you have a city that files bankruptcy and they had bonds, most likely all will happen is that they'll still pay your bonds, but they might stretch out the payments. They might, you know, postpone the payments for six months. They might make instead of a three-year bond, make it a you know, file bankruptcy, and the judge will say, okay, you can make it a six-year bond and, sp- and spread out your payments. But you most likely will still get your money because municipalities can increase taxes to pay these bonds. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Okay. Please. Thank you. Now, the Federal Reserve has thrown one lifeline after another out to businesses, cities, and states, right? That's, that's why one of the reasons why I'm telling them, telling Lee that's fairly safe, because the federal government is backing up a lot of these, you know, buying the bonds and then holding on to them, and the, the federal government holds on to them. You know, they're going to they're gonna ensure that they're going to get paid, so they'll make sure the cities and states pay. So, so that's what the Federal Reserve is doing, all the, and it's going to continue to do that kind of thing. But people trying to make, trying to sock away money in a savings account, you won't get much. You're going to get very little because interest rates are going to be very low. I mean, they they can easily go to zero, and they can they can go to negative. Depends on what happens. Okay, so really, it's painful for conservative investors who don't want to take the the chance in the stock market because you just can't make any money. You you're going to make less than inflation, just the way it's going to be. And that's going to be that way for the foreseeable future. So what can you do? You can't do anything. Okay, I have a trivia question for you. My trivia question is In the current economic climate, almost every airline is at risk, right? Over the years, we've had many airlines go bankrupt. Can you name a few of the biggest airlines' failures? Two of them come to mind in my, before I even looked that up. I'll have answers for you right at the break, but now you can call me at 888-99-CHARGE. At the start of each new day, we are presented with opportunities. The chance to learn better ways of doing things. The prospect for establishing stronger business connections. But as you go about your daily routine, there's one task, one challenge you should not put off. The need to plan for and work toward achieving financial freedom. That point in the future when your money, your assets are working for you while you work only if you want to. Getting from here to there to your idea of financial freedom is possible. However, serious investors eventually recognize that unless they can afford to devote the time and efforts required to thoroughly understand market dynamics, to properly balance, optimize, and maintain their portfolios, Expert guidance will be essential. The moment that spark of reality hits, you will want to consult with Steve Peasley and Justin Klein of KPP Financial in Irvine, California. KPP Financial consultations are unbiased, offered without cost or obligation, and designed to help guide individuals toward their ultimate financial objectives. The next highly beneficial step for your investing future can start when you reach out to Steve or Justin via Skype, a phone call, or a quick message through investtalk.com. This is InvestTalk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? 
Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. So I had a trivia question for you before the break. Okay, so it's all about the airline business. Over the years, we've had many airlines go bankrupt. Can you name a few of the biggest airlines? Well, here's the answer. Now, airlines, like any business, are susceptible to market fluctuations and economic difficulties, and they're having a headache of a time right now. I mean, I think the I think I read that 10% of uh, passengers, 90% reduction of passengers on the planes. Okay, so... The list is pretty long as to which company, which airlines went bankrupt, okay, liquidated, bankrupt. Eastern Airlines, January 91. Sun Country Airlines, 2002. Aloha Airlines, 2008. How about Continental Airlines in 83? Eastern Airlines in 89. Pan Am is the one I remembered, and that was 91. And Trans World is the other one I remember, with 2001. Now, they filed bankruptcy, but they became an acquisition by American Airlines. So there's, and in Pan Am, most of the assets were purchased by Delta Airlines. But man, oh man, there's been lots of airlines going out of business over the years. And of course, there's been new ones too. I mean, Southwest is relatively new, and so is, uh, oh, what's that blue, uh, blue something, you know, that's on the East Coast and has some flights out here too. So, you know, that's what happened. Airlines, uh, just like any other company, can go bankrupt at any time. That's why you got to be really, really careful about what you own and why you can't just buy something and ignore it forever. Think about GM. GM filed bankruptcy in 2008, and all the stockholders before that lost all their assets. Okay, so it happens. G, the GM. How about uh, GE? They didn't go bankrupt, but the federal government had to bail them out and for years and years, and even today, they're not very strong when they, for decades, were the blue chip, bluest of the blue chip stocks. So it happens. You've got to be aware. Okay, let's go to uh, Carl in Ohio. Wants to talk about refinancing. Carl? Hey, uh, Steve, I got a question. Uh, I'm wondering if it's worth financing down from a 30 to a 15 year to save about 2% of points, or if I should be putting that money in retirement instead. How many years are you away from retirement? Uh, uh, like 40 years. Oh, so you're about 30, oh, 35 years. Okay. Um, it depends on how, what kind of interest rate. Because you're going from a 30-year, maybe you're at a 4%, to a 15-year, uh, maybe like two and three quarters. Uh, Is that about right? Uh, yeah, 4.6 out of 30-year. Uh, we're getting, we have a 3.0 offer on a 15-year. Okay, and how long have you been paying on that 30-year mortgage? Uh, about three years. Okay, so yes, the answer is yes. It would be better to go to the 15. The reason why I asked you how long, because all the interest is up front for those 30-year mortgages. So for like the 10 years, you're just paying pretty much interest almost the whole time. So yep. it's not like you're pulling down the principal. 15-year, you'll pull down the principal a lot faster. And if you can afford the payments, I, I would suggest that. Because when you have no house payment, you're a lot closer to retirement, a lot closer, because now you have it paid for. 
So I, I would definitely consider the 15-year. I would. Carl, thanks Great. for the call. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay. I think a lot of people feel that they're missing out on the rally, and they're causing the rally to continue. And maybe there's too many people like me saying, well, we're going to get a pullback, or a pullback will come. Maybe all of us, there's too many of us thinking that is we're going to get a pullback. And whenever somebody, uh, lots of somebody think of one thing, yeah, the market has a habit of doing just the opposite. So S&P, the S&P right now is, 50, is down 15% from its high. NASDAQ down only 12%. The Dow is down 18%. Remember, the Dow was down like 35 to 37%. Now it's only down 18 So that's a pretty big comeback, okay? But what worries me is these stocks came back, okay? The market's coming back. Investors seem to be very unconcerned about how and how well and when the economy will get restarted. They, they, they seem like, that, well, we're just going to go back to the old times where earnings are going to be strong and everything. And they're not. It's going to take a while. Some companies, I mean, I, I don't know what percentage, but it's going to be a huge percentage of restaurants not going to be able to come back at all. I mean, they're thinking when they do come back, well, maybe they can only have 50% uh, 50% occupancy. Most restaurants can't survive on that. You know, it's, a, it's not going to work for them. I think some of the restaurants I know around me, are, they're closed permanently. They're just not going to reopen. And they can't do it. They can't. They, it costs a lot of money to run a restaurant. They don't have very high profit margins. Never do. So I think what we're seeing, people thinking they're missing out, so they're putting money into the market. And I, I, I really think that's a mistake at this point. We're not going to see, you know, we're going to, we're getting, we're getting, we're in the earnings season for the first quarter. But two thirds of that first quarter, everything was fine, January and February, but not March. Now, the second quarter, which we're almost, the first month is almost done, right? April. We haven't started to reopen the economy and it's not going to be reopened only, only a partial up in May. Okay. May is only going to be partially reopened. And then June, who knows? We may still be a partial reopen, depending on what goes on with the virus and is spreading and what the cities, counties, and states do. So this quarter that we're in right now is going to see the worst of the earnings by corporations. Therefore, and I don't think investors have, are ready for that. I don't think they're filtering that into their thinking when they're buying stocks. I really don't. So... Uh, just don't, if you have money on the sidelines, don't be in a huge rush to get in. Don't think you've missed out. You haven't. Don't worry, you'll get another opportunity. Just stay calm. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And at investtalk.com, you can click on our investment programs link. This is where you can learn about the various investment strategy opportunities we have with KPP Financial. We'd love to have his client. For example, by using the Active 401k program, clients can simply you know, simplify their 401k investing for easy, you know, with easy, it's easy using Active 401k. We use a math-based model to guide you and what to buy and sell is using your own choices in your 401k. So take a look at it. You can explore investtalk.com when we're ready to speak with me or Justin. Just send us a message or call our KPP financial office in Irvine, California. We can easily set up a portfolio assessment by 
by conducting personalized assessment via telephone, Skype, or Jive meetings. We can do it. And now I'm taking your questions live at 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. Steve and Justin have just recorded a new rapid-fire hour. At a faster pace, you can hear answers to 29 caller questions. The podcast download is free. Go to investtalk.com, search April Bonus Show. And now the phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your calls. 888-99-CHART. Okay, let's go to Dan in Texas. How you doing, Dan? Half away, Hello. Warren Buffett's company. Yes, correct. So, sure, how the way class B, uh, when's the best to when the price to go in? When to buy Berkshire Hathaway? Yes, Berkshire Hathaway, correct, class B. Okay, that's a different. I'm having a hard time understanding, but I think you want to know when's a good time to, to get into Berkshire Hathaway. Now, remember, Warren Buffett, who runs Berkshire Hathaway, is a deep-value investor. That's what he does. Okay, so he waits for recessions, and we're in a recession. He buys. He starts putting money to work in a recession. So I think you can buy Berkshire Hathaway now. And the symbol is BRK.B, B shares. And they're selling for, what, $187? (laughs) They were at $230 before the fall. In March, you know, just before late February, went down to about one seven, one sixty five or so. Now they're at one eighty seven. I I think if you are if you're a long term holder, you buy Berkshire Hathaway at the deepest part of the recession. Now the question is, are we in the deepest part of the recession? And I don't know that. No one knows that. But I can guarantee you, he is looking around buying deep value stocks right now. And I would be, I would consider buying Berkshire Hathaway. I might wait for the next, I do think that we'll have another step down in stock prices. I might wait for that to happen, but a buyer, I would just hold on to it. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Let's go to Sid in North Carolina. How you doing, Sid? Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. Thank you for the call. Yeah, Steve. I have a question for the symbol P-T-I. Peter, Tom, Indigo. Okay, do you uh, want to buy it? Looks or like it? A, Yeah, I'm looking for buying it. Uh, okay, this like is... Showing a go good ahead. sign. Okay, this is a penny stock. It was up 28.8% today. One day. Okay, well, that's what happens with penny stocks. I mean, the stock is selling for $1.68, and it was up 38 cents. That's, that's how it happened. Um, what the, it's called a petro petroostasis therapies Inc. PTI develops novel therapeutics that treat diseases caused by imbalance in the petroostasis network. I don't even know what that is to be honest. Uh, it's a really tiny company, eighty-seven million dollars. It does not make money. It's never made money, and you know my rule: you don't buy companies that don't make money. There had to be some kind of news out today. Uh, uh, they, they, they announced completion of scientific ad, advice meeting with Deutsche Medicine's evaluation board. Road. So, so, so. They had some good news, and that's what drove it. But they're not going to make money next year. They have never made money. 
Um, personally, I would never own one of the, these kinds of stocks because they don't make any money. So they're going to lose money this year. They've always lost money. Their sales are negligible. They're so small, they're not even registered. There's no sales for the last three quarters. So it's all a, a story stock. We call this a story stock. How good is the story? And will it keep rising? So personally, I would say no, don't buy it. It's too dangerous. Sid, thanks for the call. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you, Steve. Now, the CEO Ranar, based in Ireland, is warning that if a mandate for social distancing on airplanes is imposed, most airlines would not be able to afford to fly. It's just not going to be said. You can't have six feet apart in an airline. It's not going to work. It won't happen. Now, the idea that planes should fly without a middle seat passenger has been recommended by analysts and the European Union's Transport Commissioner. But in reality, removing the middle seat passenger will be not, will be not a, won't be effective. You're still not six feet apart. And then when you get off and on the plane, how are you going to keep people six feet apart? You, you and I have been on planes. We know how that works. It's just not possible. You know, I, I don't understand why they even think about it. Airlines can't survive. They'd have to quadruple ten times their 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 tickets. So therefore, you won't have hardly anybody flying. I can afford that. So uh, that's not a solution. That's not going to work. So I think you're going to have to go with masks and gloves or whatever else. I don't know, but you're not going to be able. The airlines won't survive. But they're talking about taking out that middle seat. They're talking about keeping social distancing. And whoever's talking about that has no idea how businesses are run. That person has no idea because it won't work. It does not. So social distancing won't be able to, to work and keep airline flying cheap or inexpensive or available to the masses. Just not going to happen. Okay, let's grab another voice bank, voice bank question from our 888-99-CHART number. Hi, I'm new to investing in stocks, and I want to know which stocks I should invest in. So, you know, now's a good time because the market went down, but I'm just overwhelmed with all the options and everything that I'm reading and the information overload. So I'm not too sure what I should focus on and was hoping you guys can help me out with that. Thank you. Yeah, for new investors, you really shouldn't try to pick an individual stock. That's not a good idea. It's very, you know, it's risky. And you should have 15 to 30 different stocks and different, uh, different segments of the market, different sectors that, that get a good spread and control the risk that you're taking. So buying an individual stock is not a good idea, no matter how good the stock is. It's still not a good idea. There's been too many very strong, very good companies that have gone out of business in the past. So you don't want to be the one picking the exact wrong time and the wrong stock. So my suggestion is that you go to an ETF, exchange traded fund, and to buy an exchange traded fund that tra tracks an index like the S&P 500. That means you have 500 companies or the NASDAQ 100, which means you have 100 different companies in the NASDAQ stock exchange, which is loaded with tech. Or you can Russell 2000, which is small caps, or the Dow, which is 30, the 30 largest blue chips companies out there. 
So those are the ETFs. Uh, SPY is the ETF for the S&P 500. QQQ is the ETF for the NASDAQ 100. And DIA is the Dow 30. That's what I would suggest. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here, and we always have the same goal, and that is for all of us to achieve financial freedom. So we're going to work on that, and we're going to continue to work. So get your questions ready now at 888-99-CHARGE. Best talk is the work from home model here to stay. What will this mean for workforce composition? Who gains and who loses? That story tomorrow. And now Steve Peasley is here. He's ready to take your questions. Call Invest Talk 99 Chart. Hello, uh, my name's Bob, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. One of my parents' portfolios heavily specialized in Bank of New York Mellon. Since she's worked there for the past 37 years, about 90% of her portfolio is in the Bank of New York Mellon. Do you think now is a good time to sell Bank of New York Mellon, or do you think we should wait maybe a couple more years because it was hitting a high of around $56, but it hasn't done much over the past 10 years? Thanks for your input. I appreciate you guys. Love the podcast. Well, I definitely would start selling now. I would sell some now. It's 90% of someone's portfolio that's way, way too high. And you can reposition that money somewhere else. Uh, Bank of Mellon was at 50 bucks before the crisis, and then it fell all the way down to 28 or so. Now it's at 37.40. Um, and this is where you start start selling back. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Invest Talk program. Please remember that you can access our free Invest Talk podcast downloads at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And be sure to listen, review, and then rate us. We want to be rated. And tell your friends. We want you to tell your friends, please. And there's an April bonus show. April bonus show that you can download. Have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.